Welcome back to Tuesday with Tim, the podcast that touches on all things related to brain injuries among children and those who have been impacted and inspired by my son, Luke. Today's guest is certainly one of those who's been inspired and impacted by my son, Luke. Bryce Ramirez, linebacker for the Texas Tech Red Raider football team. Bryce, how are you today? I'm good, man. How are you doing? I'm great. It's so great to have you. It's an honor uh, to be talking to a football player at Texas Tech. You know, we, uh, my family has been a uh, Texas Tech fan since the day I took took over at Texas Tech in 1993, and, and following the football team is something that uh, my family continues to do each and every day. And so I'm just uh, honored and pleased to have you here. Bryce, if you could, give me a little bit about your background, uh, where you're from, where you played high school ball. Um, originally from Missouri City, Texas, uh, my freshman year, starting out, uh, starting out high school, I moved out to Richmond, uh, attended Georgia Ranch High School, uh, where I played football and baseball. And uh, I played, just growing up, I played every sport you can think of, uh, except tennis. I did not play tennis <laughs> when I was younger, but every other sport. So you were a football player in, in high school, and, and I assume when you are going through the recruiting process, there's so many things that, that go through it. As a college coach, when I was recruiting certain players, I was looking for intangibles. I was looking for what kind of heart someone had, uh, the the work ethic, those kinds of things. What made you decide to be a member of Texas Tech's football team? Uh, well, for for me, I was a walk-on, so uh, it was really, I didn't plan on playing football. Um, I planned on just coming here being a regular student. Uh, Texas Tech was my dream school since I was a little kid. Um, baseball was my number one sport, so uh, I wanted to come here and play baseball as, uh, when I was younger. And then uh, after my baseball, uh, after my sophomore year, going into my junior year, I decided to fully focus on football. So, like, there was, like, the baseball dream was gone, but I still wanted to play football here. And, uh, unfortunately, I didn't get offered uh, really anywhere to play D1 football. So, I was just going to be a regular student. And then uh, my mom convinced me to uh, try out for the football team. And um, ever since then, I've been here and uh, been trying to bring a Big 12 championship here. So, so we owe it all to mom that yeah, you are playing yeah, for Texas Tech. 100%. You know, it, it's an interesting story because when, when people hear of walk-on, um, some would think, well, they're on the practice squad or they may never never see the field. Um, for you, because of who you are, your work ethic, you not only saw the field, but you started for the Texas Tech football yeah, team. Yeah, 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 100%. Um, it was a long journey, definitely uh, definitely days that I did not want to play football anymore. Uh, uh, it was tough uh, just grinding through. Um, being a walk-on, is, it's not uh, meant for everybody, you know, um, Especially coming out of high school, everybody's a team captain, a star player, and stuff like that. So it's a really humbling experience from coming from you know top three, uh, top one guy at your school, and to pretty much like you're just another a number number on the roster. So uh, definitely a, a grind, but um, I'm happy to be where I'm at, and I wouldn't uh, change anything about it. How close were you to at some point saying, "I'm not sure if this is worth it anymore"? Um. My first year, my first year here, uh, it, I was really close. I was really close to just saying screw it, because um, like I said, I didn't know how the whole walk-on thing worked. Uh, when I first got here, I tried out, so it's a lot different than a preferred walk-on. Like, um, with, with my guard staff here, we don't uh, we don't have names on the back of our jerseys for practice uniforms, but uh, with the previous staff, we did. With that staff, I was the only person on the team without a name on the back of my jersey. Uh, I didn't even get many uh, practice uh, reps, you know, like even many scout team reps. Like I was on the bottom of the bottom of the pole. So 
uh, I would call my cousin like every week and be like, dude, like, I don't know how I could do this, dude. Like, I don't, I don't, I can't, bro. I can't. And he was like, just give it a year. And um, after a year, if you feel the same way, then screw it. Just be a regular student. And then I gave it a year. Uh, that spring, I had a pretty good spring. I worked my way up the depth chart. I was uh, two going into uh, two going into fall camp. So, and from here on, we're, here we are. Well, it's a it's a perfect illustration of of hard work and determination and never giving up. And and um, I, I think that you are an example to a, a lot of people listening. Um, those that uh, have children that uh, are not sure they want to continue in a sport or anything for that matter is to never give up. So now last year in September, you uh, were a junior at Texas Tech and traveling to North Carolina State in your first start. Take me back to that game, please. Um, Going into that game, uh, going into that week, I was really excited. Uh, The week prior, I just came back from – a uh, hamstring injury, so that was my first game of the season, the second game of the year against Houston. That was my first game of the season, so uh, I was really excited. I played really well that game, and then um, I obviously got the start going into the next week, so I was excited knowing that I was going to be starting this week. Uh, I finally feel like all like the years and all the the off season grind and just all the all the work that I put in is finally uh, uh, finally paying off going into the uh, into that game. So I was just so excited to. Um, put my talent on the display and try to play the best of my ability. You had what many would consider to be one of the most gruesome injuries in that game. Explain what happened on that play. Um, so it was a play I had. Um, I was a flat player in that play. I I don't remember the exact call, but I remember exactly what happened. Uh, two, it was RPO, uh, number two receiver ran an out route. Um, so I matched the out route, and then I uh, reacted to the run late because um, I realized it was RPO, the ball handed off. So I shed the block, and I'm running in to uh, help in on the pile. And then as I'm going in to help in on the pile, um, one of my teammates misses the pile and goes right into uh, to my leg. And uh, on impact, I knew, like, I knew, like, my leg was broken. Uh, I didn't know the severity of it, but I knew it was broken. Um, it was really, like... Cause it was just a feeling like, whoa, like I can't move, you know what I mean? And um, so, and then I started hearing like the reaction to it, like from the sideline and uh, people near and like seeing uh, my leg. And I was like, whoa, like it may be a little bit more serious than I thought it was. So really it was, you felt pain, you knew yeah. it was broken, but you didn't realize how bad it was until you heard reactions i guess almost like oh my gosh yeah get over here quickly yeah right so i'm um at that point uh like you'll see on like if you want to rewatch it i don't just rewatch it if you have a, a um if you throw up easily but um i i lift it up and i look down at my leg and then i was like oh my goodness and at that point i started uh i panicked a little bit uh for a few minutes and then um after a while, I just tried to uh, settle myself in and like know that there's nothing. That me panicking is not going to change anything that's uh, happening right now. Me losing my mind is not going to change anything that's happening right now. No matter how I react, it's not going to change the fact that my leg's broken right now. So uh, try to I, at that point, I tried to change my mindset and uh, uh, not really focus on um, the me breaking my leg and the pain that I'm in, but try to focus on you know encouraging my teammates and 
making sure they're okay and um, able to play the rest of this game and try to come out victorious. So many people that watch professional football, college football, and when they see someone injured, you you you, you ask yourself, how do they feel? Are they in shock? And then then what happens when you are carted off and this was an injury unlike others where you were able to come back with the football team the following day. You spent a week in the hospital, multiple surgeries. What exactly was the diagnosis? And most importantly, what went through your mind being in a hospital away from the rest of your team for an entire week? Um, so for my diagnosis, uh, when I got to the hospital, they did x-rays. Uh, I mean, on the field, they knew it was a compound fracture because once you're uh, – when you're, that tends to be what happens when you see, like, the bone coming out the leg. But uh, after the x-rays and stuff, they came back and let me know it was a compound fracture. Uh, and after they did, like, all the x-rays in my eyes, they seen there wasn't uh, any ligament uh, damage, which was, like, the most important thing. And that was the biggest thing and of why I feel like my I was able to recover so quickly because I didn't have to – I didn't have any knee issues or anything. It was just bone break. And a little nerve damage, but it was mainly just bone break. So, um, and being in that hospital for a week, it was definitely it was definitely tough for sure. Um, I was uh, freezing, I was freezing cold in there. Um, <laughs> the food wasn't the best. <laughs> no good food, uh, and you were cold. Yeah, the but, least of your worries, though, I suppose. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, and then you know you having to learn how to walk again. You know, like the day after my last surgery um i had to what you call it start walking on the walker you know what i'm saying and started uh learning how to use crutches because i've never really had to use crutches before and at the time i was living in a uh three-story townhouse so and my room was on the third floor so we had to practice on me going upstairs and stuff like that so uh that was that was tough and uh on the mental you know just frustrating because you really just want to lay in bed all day and and soak, but um, you kind of you're just forced to get out of it. So I was definitely ready to get out of North Carolina. I imagine the greatest challenge after an injury like that, you are dealing with having to rehab, and you're also asking yourself, do I really want to come back and fight hard to get this rehab? Well, earlier this summer, as it was last year, uh, at the Texas Tech football program, Coach McGuire has instituted. Uh, a new policy at Texas Tech, and that is that no one gets to wear number three. The That number, in honor of my son, is given out to the player who's the hardest worker, the greatest fighter, the best competitor, a true leader. And during the process, I had been talking to Coach McGuire, and last year the team voted on who, who wore that number. This year I asked Coach in June, I believe, I said, Coach, I can't wait to see who's going to get that number. He responded by text by saying, I already know who's going to get that number, and that is Bryce Ramirez. And I talked to a couple of people about you uh, prior to meeting you this summer. Um, you exemplify everything that it was my son, uh, a fighter, a hard worker, uh, an amazing person, great personality. And so I would guess my first question is, um, going back before you, you talk about the number, um, August 28th of 2021, um, the uh, the funeral for my son was at the arena at Texas Tech in the basketball arena. And I remember the funeral was about to start, but it was delayed for a few seconds mm -hmm. because we were waiting for you and the entire football team coming down, which was just amazing. 
Can you express a little bit about what it was like to be there for that? Um, for me, like, um, funerals are really, like, sad for me. Like, it, it, it hurts me, like, being in that environment, especially um, knowing Luke's story. It was it was really it was really like impactful on me on my heart my heart was heavy um, being in that in, in environment and then when you went up to talk and uh, that was even more I, it was it was really hard for me to uh, not get emotional in that in that moment because um, I, I which I've I've grown out of it as a person but I, I've to I let my emotions show better but at the time it was like you know I try to keep that kind of stuff in but it was. It was really an emotional moment, and uh, it was so powerful. Your words uh, at his funeral, uh, at his funeral, and it was it was so touching. And you were so strong, and your family so strong for uh, being able to to um, come up and talk in front of that big group of people and um, express like how how impactful Luke's life was. Um, it, it was it was amazing. It was amazing service. I've, I've never been a part of something like it before. Well, I'm so so appreciative of of the football team being there. I know you had met um, Luke uh, prior because we had gone out to practice a couple of times with Coach Wells, the previous staff, and and I spoke to the team. And and you know, every time I come to the football complex, I think about you know being there with Luke. And and one thing I'll never forget: I remember walking in to um, meet with the team in, in the big room that you guys mm-hmm. have. And I remember saying, I want you to do me a favor. I want you guys to go out there and fight like Luke. And that moment started something different, started something new, where fight like Luke has become sort of a motto, mm-hmm. um, not just for me, but for, for a lot of people. And, and you certainly um, are that person that loves to fight like Luke. So you get the message from Coach that you're wearing number three, your first reaction? Excitement, for sure, excitement, because it's, uh, it's special. It's a, it's a special thing. Uh, to be recognized as, uh, um, in my eyes, is being recognized as like the, like you said earlier, describing it, the the toughest, uh, the hardest working, um, uh, number one, a leader on the team, and um, I, I, it exemplifies everything that Luke, um, Luke lived for and uh, embodied every day of his life, and to be able to show that um, and just live through that on the football field. Uh, it's nowhere near of what uh, the impact Luke had, but just to have that somewhat of an impact and and have that um, on your on your jersey when you go out every every game is it, important. So like just knowing that I was able to, I was going to have that impact on throughout the season. It was it was so awesome to hear. You know when you when you are one of sixty thousand in the stadium and you're watching the game, um, it's easy to to watch each and every play. When I'm in the stadium, I'm watching and looking for where you are uh, on the sideline, on the field, and I know a lot of people feel the same way because it was so well publicized that you were getting this number for to honor my son, mm-hmm. and so I'm my my eyes are everywhere where you are, and and I know that um, that is the case for a lot of a lot of the fans, and so that's pretty special, and I think that that Team Luke Hope for Minds, our nonprofit, supports children after brain injury. And what I always tell people is that, you know, we are we are doing all we can to keep Luke's legacy alive. But you are doing the same thing wherever you are on the on the football field, in town, all over Lubbock, Texas. People know you as who you are and what you've overcome, your work ethic. But now to know that you are wearing this number for a reason, what is it like to know that you are helping keep Luke's legacy alive? It's so awesome. Um, it's it's so cool to know that I'm playing uh, 
that people know that I'm playing for something bigger than myself, and um, I'm wearing a jersey that's bigger than myself, you know what I'm saying? And it, it definitely adds on to my why, you know what I mean? Like, I want to perform not only to uh, perform for my family, I also want to perform because I know that I'm, I have a legacy of Luke's life. Uh, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, it represents something. It's very important for me to go out, and I'm not going to take a playoff. I'm not going to, because it's like, Luke didn't take a playoff with his life, you know what I mean? So it's it's very important for me to, you know, play harder. You know, just listening to you tell the story of someone who was playing football and baseball, not sure you even wanted to play college football. You show on the cam- show up on the campus not as a preferred walk-on, meaning you had to try out even to make the team. You make the team, you prove your worth, then you start, and then you have this injury and for months and months of having to go through rehab while the team had a, a successful season last year. And then this year now um, getting uh, the majority of the snaps playing uh, as a linebacker for the Texas Tech football team. You know, your story is is one that I think many parents can relate to and, and hope that they can convey to their child that work work ethic, whether it's in sports or outside of sports. And so I, I just I just think it's it's pretty powerful. You know, whenever you're around the, the Tom Brady's, the Michael Jordans of the world, well, what about those that had to work hard just to make a team? And just, just to see what you've accomplished um, is, is, is amazing. I know this, though, that you, you share with, this, with this, something very special to me in that you've overcome a lot, but you haven't done it without someone right next to you. And that someone is not next to you, it's in front of you, and that is God. Your faith has meant a lot to you. Explain. My faith is huge. Um... I pray before every day when I wake up, I, I pray, and I'm so thankful for just God just waking me up, and um, I pray every night before I go to bed, and uh, thanking God for getting me through another day, and uh, giving Him the strength, uh, Him strengthening me to get through the another day, because I know without God, I, I definitely would not be here. I'm I'm an ordinary guy, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, I don't view myself as having like this super crazy talent, like you said, like I'm not a Michael Jordan. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't a five star guy. I'm just like your every everyday kid, uh, you know, and I'm living a dream and I know without God I would be nowhere near I uh, I am today. This story isn't um just your typical story and um I I don't I don't know what anybody else uh believes in, but hundred percent I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sins and um God is the reason I'm here today, and I'm in the place that I am today, and I'm so so thankful for him for That's that. That's beautiful. I love hearing that. Quite often we think of football players as football players who occasionally think about school, who try to fit it in. You, though, have, have been an academic, all Big 12. Academics means a lot to you. What are you studying? Uh, business IT. I'm a business IT major. I'm a uh, STEM guy. Um, I'm getting my uh, master's. I plan on getting my master's in finance uh, after this. Uh, after I graduate this December, so yeah, school is very important. Student athlete, uh, that is the epitome of Bryce Ramirez. Bryce, I know that uh, we are in the middle of a football season, and a lot of times we think of close losses, teams that deal with adversity. But you know, um, adversity is a different word for different people. For me. My adversity uh, is a little bit different. Mm. But you're still dealing with adversity as a football team. How together is this group, and how do you see um, football being life? Uh, this group is very tight-knit, like so tight-knit. Uh, that's, how, that's, how coach, that's the culture that Coach McGuire brought in. 
Uh, we play for each other. We love each other. Uh, we go through hard times, you know, as off the field, not even just on the field, not with the wins and losses off the field. You know, you're leaning on your brother. You know, you're you're gonna if somebody's having a uh, a bad day, they know they can call me at any time, and I'm gonna answer the phone. And uh, that relate that translates on the field. That's why we play so hard. Uh, that's why, regardless of the wins and losses, uh, what you call it, you would never be able to say Texas Tech uh, team isn't playing hard. They're not playing for each other because we we love each other so much and um we're sticking together and uh also although we're not getting the outcome we haven't uh recently got the outcomes we wanted um we definitely we we know it's going to turn around 100 percent. we have 100 percent faith it is what are your aspirations after school after school um i obviously want to go play football at the next level uh if that doesn't work out for me i plan on being a college football coach that's um that's my that's my dream that's my goal uh, it became my dream after uh, my injury, um, being away from the game, not being able to play. Uh, I was also I was able to just be in the in the coach's office and staying in the playbook and helping guys out and just helping people become the best version of themselves on the football field and in life. Like that's I feel like that's my calling. Um, I don't feel like you know any amount of money is whatever like with my major you know what i'm saying it's like um i don't i don't feel like that's my calling what i'm called to do i feel like i would love to be like i would love my job every single day if i was a coach so pursue. i can't imagine uh, a better coach uh who can uh, teach and coach you're teaching the game of life and and you've accomplished so much and uh bryce i just want to thank you for for what you mean to texas tech what you mean to my family, and most of all, what you mean to wear the fact that you are wearing that number three. It means a lot to me and, and keeping Luke's legacy alive. And I know that Team Luke Hope for Minds um, is so supportive of, of what you're doing, and we appreciate you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.